This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Happy Saturday, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on A3OWCCO. I am Ms. Shannon here with my friend Josh. Hope that you are enjoying this pre-Christmas weekend. I am because now I get to talk to one of my best friends in the whole wild world. I can't talk anymore, Josh. I think my words are just... Radio. It's just falling apart. You know, CCO, holiday, weekend, all that good stuff. Ah. And I'm the one that picked the words that are coming out of my mouth and now I'm having a difficult time. (laughs) Nobody said what words I needed to say right now except for me and now I can't even say them. Like I like the 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 old adage is just radio. It's just radio. All right. One of my rider dies. My good friend, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, my good friend, comedian Tiffany Norton's on the phone. Hey Tiff, how you doing over there? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I put a hex on you that your words wouldn't work. <laughs> is that, why would you do that to me? Yeah. Why would you do that to me? I had some extra, you know, candles. That's all know? right. And I thought, why not? All right. Just to see how that one worked. You're like, let's see. Yeah. Well, that one it works. Was... Blow it out. Yeah. Blow it out. Yeah. It's all okay. right. <laughs> Save it for somebody else. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> What's up, girl? Hey. Hey. So we're going to be hanging out New Year's Eve at the New Hope Cinema Grill for the millionth year. Happy to be hanging out there. Yeah, you are relegating Saturday evening to the fellas, our friends, Wayne Burfine and um, Chris. They're going to be hanging out. Yeah, Chris Manek. They're hanging out there. And then I'm going to be there with you with our other friend, Diane Sieber. So uh, you've been doing this a really, really, really long time. And um, the people are probably like, hey, they have Miss Shannon hang out and there's a bunch of comedians that are on. That is true. So because <laughs> that is who I know. A lot of comedian and then conservationists. That is who we're talking to today. Happy Christmas, nice. everyone. So, yeah. So it's cool. So tell everybody about the shows that are going to go on at the New Hope Cinema Grill. Uh, at the oh, Mexican. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the show is called The Immortals. Mm-hmm. And... The reason why I picked that title was, uh, well, uh, I wanted something that kind of implied old guard without the word old um, and immortals is kind of what I came up with. So it is, as Shannon said, um, the first night it's going to be myself and two thirds of what used to be called Minneapolis Comedy Death Squad. We're going to have Wayne and Chris. And these guys are so hilarious and so wildly different from each other. Both of them have been doing stand-up at least, you know, what, 20 years probably. Um, and then 
then actually New Year's Eve, it'll be you, I, and of course, and then Diane. And Diane is a dear friend of ours, also a person with some radio background, and she's been doing it a really long time as well. But, um, yeah, I think it's just going to be a great opportunity for people to come to have a fun date night, do something, a little something. But, you know, the show is going to be over relatively early on New Year's Eve. So you can still go to another party or go home, <laughs> stay off right. the roads, whatever you want to do. I mean, Love you know, it. you don't maybe you don't want to maybe you don't want to adult a lot Correct. or too much. This is perfect for that. Right. So some people you're like, you know what? I don't want to adult with people who don't normally adult. Maybe you want to adult in the, you know, the privacy of your own home. That's fine, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But we would love to, you know, we'd love to have you come out and uh, interact. New Hope Cinema Girl, one of the few independent movie venues left in the state. And uh, we've got good friends over there. And, oh, well, yeah, they've been a great partner over the years. And love to see everybody come out. Right. So New Year's Eve at the New Hope Cinema Grill. New Year's Eve weekend, in fact. So if you're like, hey, yeah. I just want to do the weekend and maybe like the actual evening, you don't want to, you know, we got we give you options. That's what we like to do. We just like to give you options. Yeah. A lot of people like to celebrate it the night before and go out instead of being out when it's kind of what, you know, we all call amateur night. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Why so? Everybody Why else, everybody out on New Year's, right? Do it the night before. Classy. Right. Right. So uh, I was asking uh, one of our comedian friends that was on earlier in the show, what's your favorite road story as a comic? Oh, my favorite road story? Yep. Ooh. Gosh, there's so many. I'm trying to think of one, one that's – I'm also trying to think of one that's radio friendly. Um, let's see. Well, I, I, I will say this. One of the things that's the best about the road, this is one specific story, but a friend of ours, Nick Piantek, and I were out on the road together. And when we had gotten into this town, it was a little town in Wisconsin, about two and a half hours out of the city. I can't remember the name of it. And we, when we got to town, the, we had not had accommodations provided yes. by the venue. And so our plan was we were going we to drive home. And... On stage, for some reason, I mentioned that fact. And when we came off stage, Nick and I started chatting with this couple. They owned an Airbnb in town. They gave us their Airbnb for a night. It was a remodeled church. Okay. So, yes. So I woke up the next morning in a church. Now, you know, I was like, wow, how much did I have to drink? I slept in a church last night. No, it was intentional. I okay. knew I was in a church. Yes. Um, but that is the wild thing about being out on the road. Like, people will just help you. Mm-hmm. And they'll just be like, here. That happened to me when I was during the oil boom, when I was working through the Dakotas. Um, my headliner that I was working with, he, we didn't have a hotel for that night. He said something on stage. Someone came up and just handed him a hotel room key and said, here. No one's using this from our company. You can have it. So that's the, those are the fun things for me about the road. You know, it's like it's so unpredictable sometimes. And then, yeah, you ask for stuff and then it, it shows up. Right. Like the universe attracts you. Yes. What you need. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice when somebody does uh, give you that, you know, that, that helping hand when you need it, especially when you're we're thinking about what's going on here in the holidays. It's nice to go, hey, there are some good people out there in the world that can just go, hey, it looks like you need a leg up. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Well, and I think everybody feels bad for us who are comics. They're like, oh, they don't know how to pay bills, anything. Oh, they don't have a place to sleep. 
Wow. Oh, my goodness. It's, like it's not as glamorous as they think. Like you're saying that. How dare right. you? <laughs> right. I wish it was as glamorous as they think it is sometimes. It's really not. Like, well, super. you know, it's all relative, right? Because if you see us at New Hope, you're going to see us in a, in a cool room, in a cool place. Right. And you're going to think this is all right. I could do this. And then it's like, yeah, but follow me to a couple other gigs I'm going to do later on this winter. Well, that is. Oh, yeah. If you come see me on New Year's Eve and no, that's in my neighborhood. Like I'm like five miles from my house. So I'm going to look super fancy on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So normally if you come see me when I'm like in the middle of Bismarck. No, not at all. No. Right. No, we'll be dressed right. up for New Year's. We'll oh, gosh, yeah. It'll, we'll look glamorous for I'm New bringing Year's. my yeah. sequins out on New Year's Eve. Oh, Ooh. gosh, yeah. Oh, okay. yes. Oh. I'm going to raise the ticket prices. Oh. I didn't know there was going to be sequins. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send you a picture when I get home. Yeah, I got oh, sequins okay. prepared for everybody. I got something fancy for everybody if they come out and see us. Yeah. So they can get their tickets if they go to, what, cinemagrill.com? Is that how they grab them? Correct. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for everybody running around looking for those last-minute gifts, guess what? Hmm. You can buy tickets right away. Absolutely. There you go. Go ahead and do and when that. You're, yeah. Your significant other says, well, what are we going to do next weekend? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's already taken care of. Already taken care of. So are you all ready yeah. for your Christmas? Are you doing all, doing anything super fancy? You ready? I, I don't know if I – well, I'm as ready as I'm going to get. I okay. kind of just – that's the way I shop. I'm mm-hmm. like, there's – I don't have to shop for that many people. And I basically just get roughly one gift for each person, and then I just throw money on top of it to be the equalizer. All That's right. kind of how I do it. That's how I roll it. Like, one thing to unwrap, one thing to put in your wallet. All right. Well, you are, you are a wise woman, my friend. You are absolutely you. a wise woman. <laughs> Thank enough. you. Well, you're going to be excited for your gift. You haven't seen your Christmas present. Oh, I like surprises. You know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's well, vintage. I like it. I like it. I got you something kind of like, because uh, you know you're one of my favorite witches, so I got you something. So we're going to do that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. Tonight, yay. I'm going to go home and make my tamales, so you'll be prepared for that. So, all right. Well, I want to encourage everybody. Go to cinemagrill.com. You know I love you, sis. Yes, I love you, too. Hey, great job. You sound awesome. Have fun filling in. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you. I appreciate you I- so much. And I've taken the hex off. You're Thank you. Fine for the rest of the All show. right. I got yeah. a, a next 45 minutes. It's going to be great. I'm going to get a Marconi. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play with you. All, All right. right. The Immortals happening New Year's Eve weekend at uh, New Hope Cinema Grill. This is 830 WCCO. It's also the time of year that um, turns out ticks normally go dormant. Did you know that? But not this year. Oh, my gosh. Such a weird Christmas. Such a weird winter. Lots of things you normally do. I went and I did my winterizing a couple of weeks ago. I took my rain barrel in because I have kind of a, an inexpensive rain barrel. I rain barrel enough. I rain barrel. I was uh, giving my producer, uh, Jonathan, who's also kind of a weather nerd. Uh, he's the producer on Sunday night. If you don't know Jonathan Lowe, he's a weather guy. And so I was like, there's no winter. So I was worried. I normally take my rain barrel in because it's the kind that'll freeze. So I took it in and then it like rained. And I'm like, ah, I could have gotten a few more watery type things done but i took it in because i was supposed to and now it turns out that what i should also do is that if you're one of those people like me that has an aggressive house panther size cat or an outdoor dog or anything you should probably put a little bit more (laughs) of like those tick uh any of your your tick things or any of that stuff 
on your pet because tick season has been extended for all of our pets. So all of your dog, all of our dog owners out there, all of our pet owners, make sure that you do that. Because it turns out that tick season normally is done by now because they go um, and it extended, but it is unseasonally warm. And so experts are saying that it's possible that disease-carrying pests will still be out and in search of a meal. Are you a pet owner, Josh? I have a cat. You have a cat. Yep. How big is your cat? Not that big. Oh, mine, I have a Bombay. I have a Bombay cat. So he's an aggressively large cat. They are um, intentionally panther-ish, house panther size. So I have um, like a 15-pound cat. So not like... That's a big one. Fat. He's not fat. He's yeah. robust. Yes. So he's big. There's a difference. Yeah. So, yeah, he's not just chonky. Yes. He's he's chonky-ish, but he's just big, too. It's like everybody comes over. You've got to have some winter meat on you. Yeah, everybody comes over. Well, yeah, but he's also, like, he's not, you know when you see those mancoons and they're big, mm-hmm. too? He's like that, but a black cat, too. Okay. He's big and wide. So, you know, so he's like, <laughs> people just come over, they go, wow. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know. Um, so he looks like a house panther for a reason. So if you have, if you're dog owners, if you're, especially since you're still hanging out, you can easily go to the dog park. It's very damp out there, they're saying. So the kind of things that normally you would do, um, the activities that you would normally do at the dog park in the warmer months, like checking behind their ears, like looking through their paws, doing all of that stuff, all the tick check things that you yeah. would normally do on your pets, you still need to be doing now. Got so, it. yeah, it's so funny, like all of the stuff that you would normally do that you get to like get a little bit, you know, just lackadaisical about. Oh, yeah. We don't get to do it anymore. Nope. Nope. Got to watch them. Got to watch out for those ticks. Got to watch out for them. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just funny. You know, like you, it's so weird to be telling people, hey, you might be encountering all of these pests yeah. here, when here it's in, almost uh, Christmas. Here in Phoenix, Apolis over Phoenix, here. Apolis, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. If we ever get to below freezing temps, then maybe you can go into like, you know, relax mode, but not right now. Which is funny because um, I have um, on one of my like subscribe and save orders. That's when I, because I have it on like a, a recurring order. Yeah. And I literally just was like, skip. You know, I don't need that right now because <laughs> my cat doesn't go out like a lot. No, he's not like an outdoor cat. He's an occasionally outdoor dude. You know, like if I'm outside with my kiddo in the backyard, he's like that one. So just to be overly cautious, that's why I just kind of do it because he's like he wanders around the backyard. They so I just want or exactly. And I just want to make sure that he's safe because I don't need that. I don't need him to get sick and all that stuff. So I just do that. So just to be safe. So I'm going to extra check him, you know, because I had gone through the, the point where I'm going, all right, you know, we're, you know, we are outside. You know, he's not a, hey, let me go hang out with the bonfire type of dude. But now I'm just going to be safe. So anybody out there, I do see, you know, all of my neighbors out there extra walking their pets. So I'm like. I'm just going to wave past, you know, my neighbor Jenny, who's usually the one that I go and I talk to her pets like, hey, uh, you want to check your dog? (laughs) Jenny, go ahead and check your dog and see how it goes. So, I mean, I I do like this. This is my favorite thing in this particular article. They asked somebody, would a blanket of snow be worth it if that meant keeping ticks at bay? And this dog owner was like, no, absolutely no. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I don't. I don't miss the snow. I'm not one of those people. I don't I don't winter. 
I don't, you know, I'm not one of those people that snowshoe. I don't. No. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm totally fine with all this stuff. I don't hate winter. No. You know, I, mean, I, I, it. I can't. It's a little bittersweet not having snow on Christmas, though. Mm. A little bittersweet. But you grew up but here. But it's still the same day. Like, it's Christmas yeah. is happening regardless if it's snowing or not. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I get it, you know, kind of thing. But yeah. I don't, you know, I, I hope that nobody feels like, I hope it's not making them sad. But, you know, but if you're Teach out their there. their own, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's not, it'll be fine, you know. But I do want to make sure I am I am pro pet and pro pet health and pro encouraging people to do that. But I'm not used to going, hey, now we have a winter tick season. I don't think that <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think that there's normally something that we'd be accustomed to saying in this region that there is a winter tick season in this market. And if we do, it's probably in certain locales like. They probably like hide. Yeah, they probably hide in certain parts of like they sneak in certain parts of your house (laughs) or in like certain you know certain parts of like ticks, stink bugs. Stink bugs are terrible. I don't know if you've I don't know if you've ever encountered stink bugs before. No, they they look like they look like the little moth shaped bugs, but they're a little bit thicker. Okay, and if you squish them. Ooh, the stench is that good. sounds terrible. No, okay. it's not good. Where do they sneak? Like, where do they hide? Um, drop down ceilings. Oh, stuff like that. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah, gotcha. They, they can. They they like box elders are kind of like oh, attracted to warmth. Okay, gotcha. So winter, they're inside. Are you a protector of most um, bugs? No, I hate okay. bugs. Okay, oh, no, you hate bugs. Okay, because yes. <laughs> I'm one of those people that I like rehome spiders and stuff. Yeah, if I don't, if if You're I can't, okay if, if I can toss them outside and yeah. let them do their thing outside. Fine. I'm one of those people but, too. As yeah. long as they like, yeah, I'm they're very. They're not bothering me. I'm not going to mess with that's, them. I'm that person too. So as long as they can be in another spot, yeah. I will try not to squish or step upon or that. I will do like if you could do no harm. Yeah. Go live over there. As long as they live in their thing, or if they're like my garage isn't attached, if they can do it in another spot. Yes. As long as you know, like I, I give, I give spiders a couple of shots <laughs> before they get vacuumed even like i mean if i have time to rehome them into the garage like you can go web over there yeah as much as i can but don't, i'm like don't not drop today. down in the middle of my dinner exactly yeah. don't come in like you don't get to like you can't web any place i can really see you then it's all right as long as they web away from me then we're cool you know that's fine if they web and let's kind of like miles morales or peter parker within sight of me then we have a problem. Like I went out of my way to rehome one that I saw and I happened to see it in my laundry. Uh, they were in, not only in my laundry room. I saw it in my um, washing machine. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I see you, Peter Parker. Yeah. I'm good. So I got. I had time that yeah. day. I had spare time. That's yeah. usually what happens. I had time in my day to rehome the spider from the washing machine into the garage. Yeah. So he. She, it, whatever, had a moment yeah. to go into the garage. Because I heard you're not, I, I don't know, I may have, I thought I read that you're not just supposed to put it outside. So I read, like, so so I put it in the garage in a place where I thought it had a fair shake at having time to rehome yeah. itself. I can't yeah, say I'm as thing. forgiving, but yeah. <laughs> as long as I have time, then it's cool. But if they catch me at just the right time and the vacuum cleaner hose is already in my hand, I can't say that I am that forgiving for it. But we'll see. 
All right. So everybody out there, take care of your pets, take care of your home. And I'm trying to help, help take care of you because I think my good friend, celebrity chef and all around super good dude, John Sugamira, I believe, is on hold. So we're going to pick him up when we get. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back. You're listening to 830-WCCO. It's awesome when you have creative friends, but it's even better when you have creative friends that also make very creative but also deliciously creative Things. Now on the phone with us, incredibly talented, incredibly creative, and just all around a good human being, celebrity chef, amazingly talented, all things Japanese street food, John Sugimura. Hello, John. Happy holidays, John. <laughs> Hashtag Susie Master. Thanks for that introduction. <laughs> what you got you going on, John? What Happy you got going on? Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. And you didn't have to track me down. You didn't have to send me a text to get no. on the line. <laughs> I was on the line with Josh four minutes early. <laughs> So, John, so my friend that I had to, like, track down, he's going to call in after you, and that's the first thing I'm going to say is you're making me look bad. I just started working over here. Hey, John, happy holidays. What you got going on right now? A lot, I know. A lot. A lot (laughs) right now, now. but today's a good day. Yeah. But, like, you know, I think, like, we have a lot of things in common. So the things that I can talk about right now with you that you're going to be right on board about is feeding kids across America, feeding our yellow, brown, and black-skinned children. Mm Mm-hmm. Great food in the schools, making authentic Japanese restaurant quality food, which is in itself a big task. But now imagine going around. I think I'm doing it in 21 states now, um, feeding kids great food. Because you know what happens, Miss Shannon, when you feed everybody a great meal, a meal that you can be proud of and a meal that tells a great story? You instantly, the instant consequence is that we all have community together, that we're enjoying something together. You bring community with the way that you uh, – it's such a a storytelling with the way that you provide 
food, not only from a nourishment standpoint, but going, here's something different, and there's a story behind the food that you bring. There's a, everybody likes to eat food with a story, but I don't think they people give students and high schoolers and junior high and elementary level kids enough credit for how much story they want in their food as well and how much meaning they want in their food. Of course, we're never going to be able to take away pizza and burgers, but when I can feed 200,000 kids authentic Japanese food, when I can give them a recipe that's my grandmother, when I can make uh, Japanese fried chicken rice bowls or karage don to 5,000, this is a true story, uh, just now, in Texas, rural Texas, English as a second language, not primary, right? Right. 5,348 kids ate authentic Japanese food, enjoyed food, enjoyed to open up their world to include Japan, and that's more than I ever achieved in my first or second restaurant. I would feed 90 people which was incredibly gratifying. But I like to feed 5,000. And our common, with our other common denominator, who's serving the food? I used to be in special ed, and I would have autistic students sitting there doing karagi don and sunomono, quick pickles, and fresh rice and all that stuff. It's really dynamic. I couldn't be prouder. It literally has lifted my life up for the last five years, unlike anything else I've ever done. One of the wonderful things I think you also do is adding the narrative about the Japanese street food because so much of what we forget when we're talking to our high school students is we jump to the conclusion that they're going to go, ooh, that's gross, instead of going, no, give them the opportunity to hear the history and the lesson and the story behind the food that you're being served. Give them some credit. Right. Give them an opportunity to hear it. And again, I kind of feel like I'm an expert now, a couple hundred thousand kids later. You know, really, do you know how many, ask me how many kids have refused the meal in the last five years, 200,000 kids. How many? Three. Wow. Okay. They were never going to eat. They were never going to eat at school. They were never going to eat anything that wasn't prepared in a way that they had rituals and routines with. And there was no changing that. And I can honor that. So there was nothing going to change. Or they just don't like chicken. Or they just don't like grains or rice. So three. Three kids brought it back because I always offer them. If you don't like it, bring it back. And I will make you an alternate. That's fair. And that has only happened three times. It's fair. All I want them to do is try it. All I want them to do is try it and open up the world to include Japan. But when we do that, we're opening up their minds. We're opening up everything in the way they're looking at, um, you know, pizza. If you go and eat pizza, it's just pizza and it's 18 grams of fat. And all we're doing is making kids fat. Japanese food does not contribute to childhood obesity. And that's what makes me super proud as a kid with some chunk to them. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't need to be eating 18 gram pieces of pizza at lunch, you know, and so this is really, has really, really just lit a fire. And for me to be able to take everything that I've learned in Japan and Japanese culinary school and bring it back and be all over the country, you know, it's just awesome. In March, I'm going on my next trip to Japan to craft another menu lineup for the upcoming year. Um, And who would thought? You go to Japan because you want to travel. No, I'm going to Japan so I can do more school lunches. Isn't that awesome? When you do those fact-finding trips, what's the uh, what's it like, the exploration process for you, John? What can I do that I can replicate authentically and I can bring home all the methods and techniques so that my grandmother, who was a chef, let's do a little bit of history. So my grandmother 
grandparents immigrated uh, to the United States in 1917. Grandmother became a single parent after six kids. Suddenly, when my grandfather passed away, she opened up a restaurant in Sacramento, California, incredibly successful, all the way up until 1942, when our president declared that Japanese Americans could not pledge their allegiance to the United States. And they built 10 camps. And my grandma, my father, my aunts and uncles were locked up in Tule Lake, the second lake, for four and a half years. So when I do food, I'm like wrapping my brain about what would make my grandmother proud. Because if I stay true to the methods and techniques and the hard-to-find ingredients, then I know that I can deliver something special in a restaurant, sure. At a school, awesome. An entire district in a rural area, spectacular. It's just the wind is just keeps growing and just mounting on top of each other, and it really does. It really does give me pep to my step every day. How do you figure out how to scale it to the point that you could do it through an entire school or a district like that? Girl, after two hundred thousand, I think I can do anything now. I mean, like in the beginning, I was like, "Okay, well, I, I know you a superhero. Oh, no, I know I you a superhero, John. Let's play." But really, in the beginning, everybody's like, "You are out of your mind, chef. You are out of your mind." But now, true story. Yeah. How many pounds of chicken thigh? For karage, Japanese yeah. fried chicken, do you think I've prepared in the last few years? I can't even imagine. A hundred, a hundred tons. How many? Tell me. Over 50,000 pounds. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if I can do 50,000 pounds of Japanese fried chicken, which is tossed in potato starch, which has 70% less saturated fat, which has low sodium, all the things that we want as going into our children's, our babies' bodies, right? Right. Let's give them something that their body will like rather than reject and just, you know, want to spit out. This is good food. Mm -hmm. 50,000 pounds later, I have so much courage right now. I have so much energy to overcome anything that I really do feel there are no limitations. And that's why this trip is different. So this trip, doing the research and the doing kind of the R&D and stuff like that, I'm really kind of going outside of my comfort zone and really going to try to do something that's not a, a pork or a chicken. It's not just rice or a grain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do yakisoba, chicken skewers. I do I do soba noodles and vegetables. I do all. I do the spicy beef bowl. I did that on the Jason show after yeah. I came back from Sushi Master. Yes. Chef Sushi Master. Mm-hmm. And it won that competition, one of the f- six primary competitions, you know, so I know I'm on the right track. So I have the courage. I just need more time to focus and then break it down. And like I said, really, how do I maintain the integrity that would make my grandmother proud, that would deliver a recipe that you could see on the street of Japan, anywhere you go, then it's all easy from there. Because, you know, I don't do this by myself. Right. You know, and I work for a company a food management company, Taher, based out of Minneapolis. And they just get out of my way and they go, do it. Do more Japanese food. Don't stop. I'm like, well, you want me to do a hamburger? You want me to do a commodity <laughs> chicken patty? They're like, no, we want we want you to do fresh proteins. You know, everybody else can do chicken commodity chicken patties, chicken tenders, chicken nuggets, chicken strips. Nope. You're like, we already uh, have we that. Fresh chicken. We have that covered, chef. We have that covered, chef. So when I come in the room and you sprinkle it with, working with the students and tying in special ed kids and kids that have a variety of interests and a variety of uh, capacities and a variety of skills to exploit. It's magic on top of magic on top of magic. Well, thank you. And how can we support and amplify what you do, Chef? 
this is what I would say to you. Anybody that does food, just get behind food and know that it should be done with a purpose. Get real principled about it and take your kids out for good food on Saturday and step away from a burger or step away from, you know, that kind of stuff and go, let's try some Japanese food or something like that and open up our children's, our students' world. That's the biggest possible thing. In the meantime, just keep track and watch me feed more kids across America. Thank you, Chef. As the mother of a special ed kid and as somebody who I always call in a favor when I'm doing something like the, the Autism Society and you always say yes, you know I appreciate you. Yes. Well, thank you. And I should have said, you know, I'm working on a new restaurant concept. It's going to be intimate. It's going to be small. And everything is going to be prepared right in front of you. So there's no secrets, no tricks of the trade. And the whole method to that whole restaurant is if you're eating at my grandmother's dining room table, how would she prepare it? How would she serve it? And what would she craft for you? So it's going to be delicious. It's going to be delicious. It's not going to be over the top expensive like a lot of other I always like to sell my food a little bit cheaper, a little bit more modest price so that people can afford it. Because here's my last thing. I know you're going to. When I had my first restaurant, who was my number one customer on Saturday? Any guesses? Um, Me? (laughs) No. For lunch, it was grandparents. Was it really? Coming in with their grandchildren, Mm -hmm. trying to give them an alternate food to the burgers and pizza phenomenon and no french fries. Is that what you're going to try for now? I am going to try to keep that trend up. I'm going to try to have a table or, you know, have a restaurant where everybody can come in and I will figure it out because that's where I get most excited. Food for everybody, good food, food that tells a story and food that supports everybody. And your son could come have dinner or lunch with me. That's the reference of my restaurant. I love everything you do, Chef. I, I really appreciate that. And, and when you uh, said that you were shutting down Pinku and moving in another direction for a while, I was just, uh, I, I'm just really proud of everything that you're doing right now, and I'm glad that you have a different idea that you're moving towards. So happy to support and amplify whatever you have going on, John. It's just always just so innovative and creative, and you just do such fabulous uh, things here in the Twin Cities. So thank you for continuing to support all of the communities that we have here. Well, thank you, Miss Shannon, for having me on this show. Absolutely, John. You always got something great going on. So I'm sure we'll have you back on again soon. All right. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. (laughs) Talk to you soon, John. That's John Shigamura. You can find him on all the socials, and I'm sure when he opens his new project, I'm going to have him on very soon so I can throw some money at him. So I am pretty sure... That comedian Tim Harmson is going to be on before we close out the show today. Uh, Producer Josh is over there nodding, so we're going to track him down. You're listening to 830 WCCO. Just like that final gift, that final gift under the Christmas tree, that last thing you had, the final thing, the final thing after you dug around, the best thing you were waiting for. Our final guest of today, everyone, here on 830 WCCO. Stand-up comedian Tim Harmson, everyone. Hey, Tim, you're making hey. me look bad. I just started working over here, man. What are you doing to me, man, Tim? We've been friends for I like gotta, 15 years. I, <laughs> I'm wearing a bow, and I'm wrapped in <laughs> glitter paper. So I'm that final present under the tree. I so. appreciate you, man. I was about to call your wife. <laughs> I was going Hey, two it's shows more. Two more shows tonight, yeah. though, at Acme. How's it been going over there, man? 
it, it, just like you said in your intro, if you could draw, you couldn't draw up a better end to 2023 <laughs> than the last few nights at Acme. It's just been magical. I had a hunch that if I picked this week to record my album, yeah. uh, that, that people would be just in like a, just a better mood. And I mean, just people have that, you know, Hey, I don't have to work for the next two weeks right. kind of mentality. And the, the audience is just, <laughs> the audiences have just been phenomenal. And it's just been, I got, I've recorded four shows. I'm going to mix those into a, uh, a, you know, a 45 minute album. And I'm just, I'm beyond thrilled. And tonight is just going to be, and we're not recording tonight. We're just going to have a lot of fun. Congrats, so my friend. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't have drawn. I couldn't have drawn it up better. So it's great. That is fabulous. So two more shows tonight. A great time to come out and see Tim. Uh, you also are working with. We had Trevor Anderson check in tonight. Uh, that would be great. Elise Cole's opening for you. That is fabulous. And so I mean, you. I mean, Acme. We know you're performing there all the time. You're one of their favorite comedians. You're. Uh, you know, you've done so much in your comedy career. So definitely a great time uh, for people to come out and see you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, time flies. I think, I think my last, my first week at Acme was probably 20 years ago and mm-hmm. here we are yeah. 20 years later and still back there. Still, still the best club in the entire country right. for comedy. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a, it's been really fun and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get rid of, you know, when you record something, you're yeah. like, okay, I've done that joke long enough. It's time to move on. <laughs> yep. You can burn it now. You can burn so, it and move on to something else. Right. You, yeah. Like you can bury it in the ground and it is done forever. And so I just, it's like a, I don't know. It's just a fun way to end a year and exactly. it's been a great year. We've had a, my wife and I uh, have had such a great year, so I'm just sort of, you know, and coming out of the last few years, it's just nice to kind of go into a Christmas where everybody can get together and everybody can have fun. And there's, you know, I mean, it, it's just great. So. Right. And so, you know, they can see you tonight, but they can also always go to your website, timharmston.com. I'm sure that'll be a great way for them not only to buy your previous albums, but they'll be able to, once this one is finished, find the album that's going to be available once you get it all mixed and ready to uh, to do everything. So that'll be fantastic. Um, so, you know, what else, as far as like life in general, uh, we've had uh, the luxury, What you just made that laugh like, oh, life is just heavy. Like I was, like you were worried I was going to ask, like, like it, like end on like a heavy question. That's not it. I'm like, like you were like one of my my son's favorite human beings. Like I kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So, um, just uh, just in in general, like your methodology, like yeah, what you were saying about stand up comedy and what you're doing. But you're right. You know, it's just nice to be able to move into 2024. Just it seems like we're moving into like just a lighter frame. It seems. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like it. And it's, it's feels good. And, and, you know, I, I will say that like, you know, as you know, uh, being in the comedy business, it's changing so fast. Right. Like, it's just absolutely moving at light speed. And, and, and so it's been a thrill ride to try to keep up and be, you know, my wife and I are, well, I'm older than she is, but we're like trying to, we're, calling uh, our friends who have kids who know how to do TikTok uploads. You know, uh, like, Does this work again? I'll help you. <laughs> I told yeah. your wife I was going to help her with all girl? of her social media. <laughs> I told her I'd help her with everything and that I'd do all of her, her stuff. I told her that at lunch last week. <laughs> so, yeah, I got you. I know. <laughs> 
But we're, you're right. We're you're like right. Two nine, we're, we often feel like two 95-year-olds when we have our coffee in the morning. We're like, <laughs> how does this work again? And what's a cover story? I don't know. You know. We don't know anything about anything. And yet we're, we're just kind of winging it and flying by the seat of our pants. And, and, you know, like we start to learn a few things and your videos start to get more traction. And so you're kind of seeing the fruits of your labor and, and comedy has just become like a totally new business. And it's, it's quite, it's been quite fun. It's also like Minneapolis has been a great place to watch comics grow up and go off and just crush. And so it's, it's been a real, it's been great. I have no complaints. Right. Right. And I'm glad to hear that, you know, for both of you, I mean, and, and your wife, everybody asking, you know, out there, his wife is actually like a wonderfully talented comedian and voice actor as well, Mary Mack. And it's great to see you. Like I just had um, uh, a picture pop up in my feed of you guys from like 10 years ago, just doing a show together. So it's always great to see what you guys do just as a, just a wonderful uh, group, like two, like a couple, like you're my favorite couple, just of just human beings as well, because you're just good Aww. people. Yeah. So, you know, just that's... seeing you guys just be good humans, um, you know, that are well... also funny. So that's just <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. So as well, far as thanks. the holidays go, what are you guys going to do this weekend? Well, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long week of late nights and comedy shows and, you know, sitting at the Acme bar. Yep, yep, understandable. <laughs> so I, I, feel, I feel like if, if I, I told my wife, I go, I don't, if I wake up Sunday and I don't feel like moving at all, except between like the fridge and the couch watching football, is that okay? And I think she's on board with it. I think she's good like, plan. let's just, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't, you know, I'm, I do like the holidays, but I also feel like sometimes they get in the way of my relaxing. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yes. Like running around and, and, and visiting everybody. It's fun. I get it. But man, sometimes it's just like, I would just like to sit on a couch and watch <laughs> a Vikings game or whatever. I just, tomorrow, tomorrow might be that. That's, so. That's okay. That's okay. And we heard earlier in one of our broadcasts that says that the NFL does not take a holiday. So you got lots of football you can watch on no. Christmas. So you'll be okay. You don't have to run around. Yeah, and New there. Year's Eve. Yeah, so that's all I right. I think the, the NFL... Yeah, the NFL ruined New Year's Eve for every comedian in Minnesota. Right. Well, you know what? Have two great shows tonight, Tim. We appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Everybody go check him out tonight. Acme Comedy Company here in downtown Minneapolis. Merry Christmas, everybody. We appreciate you. You've been listening to 830-WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.